Handling money is not easy when you have no one to guide you with it. Budgeting and financial planning can be tough if you do not have the right tools. If you're looking for a tool that caters to exactly this need, then Finlick is for you. We offer tips, tricks, and tools that would allow you to make more mindful decisions with your money through our app and podcast. In today's podcast, Kristen teaches us about how we can learn from the mistakes of previous generations with regards to personal finance management and how we can avoid making those same mistakes. We hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, Kristen, and welcome to the Finlec podcast series. It's very interesting that we call this, you know, F for financial freedom. And today we're talking to you about a lot of things, a lot of tips and tricks that we could learn from the generations before us and their mistakes. But before we get started and before we really take a deep dive, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and you know, what you know about managing midlife from a financial perspective. Hello, and thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm really, really excited to be a part of this for you and your audience. So my name is Kristen Edens, and Managing Midlife is the name of my blog, and a number of situations came to pass that got me started into blogging and also naming it Managing Midlife. I am currently 56 years old. I was born in 1964 and went through a lot of, I would say, typical family thoughts and beliefs regarding money, most of it being taboo and you never discuss it. And because of that, I had to form my own beliefs on money. And then as I got older, I did okay with money, but I saw people around me just weren't. And then especially after the financial crisis in 2008, I realized, oh, you know what? I need to change this and then, or at least learn more about it. And then I also became a caregiver. I divorced, I was unemployed. And so all of those things impact your money. And as I was getting older, I realized money is more important and cannot be taboo or ignored. And so that's the birth of managing midlife. That's very interesting. So um, you have basically lived through, I think, two of the biggest financial crises that, that this world has seen. One obviously being the one in 2008 and now the COVID situation, right? So yeah. even on your blogs, you know, you talk about financial health and, you know, explicitly explain what it means and how you can protect it. But for our Gen Z audience, if you had to really break it down, what would you say financial health means to you? And what should it mean to somebody in their early 20s or, you know, just getting started with their careers? Oh, I love that question. And what, what financial health is feeling comfortable with money, being able to think about it and live with it in a way that doesn't have you or anybody living paycheck to paycheck in debt guarding money or if we lose our job or if are injured and we're unable to work financial health means to be able to take all of that stuff and prepare as early as possible in order to buffer that so in buffer to buffer from a financial crisis a pandemic crisis a unemployment crisis or you just never know and the world is forever and will always be uncertain but if we can be financially healthy independently 
then we are better prepared for its uncertainties that we're recovering from and uncertainties that are certain to come in the in the future. Right. So what according to you are some of the ways to plan for financial freedom from our early stages? Do you have any concrete tips or tricks that our audience can adopt in their daily lives to really, you know, get that head start financially? Oh, absolutely. Start with learning about money and don't be afraid to talk about money. The big thing about those two points there is it's hard to not adopt the negative beliefs or fears about money that our friends and family have. Right. So, you know, I've read your blogs and I understand that your primary audience is Gen X, right? And these are basically the baby boomers. So what sort of similarities, you know, financially speaking, do you think or do have you noticed that exist between Gen X and Gen Z? And what can we draw from the mistakes that they have made so that we honestly don't end up doing the same things? So the similarities that I see are fear and frustration with money. And with that comes uncertainty and, and a lot of negativity. So from an early age, we are surrounded by the effects of money, but we just don't know how to manage that. And so once we start earning money, and this is any age group, I've seen it in my own family, even myself, that growing up, we were children and we have everybody else taking care of our needs, food, shelter, clothing. But then as soon as we start getting money, we want to spend it. We spend and spend and spend. But what people don't realize very early at any age is I should be saving as well. So the similarities are fear and frustration. And then as soon as you start getting it, obtaining it, earning it, you spend it because, oh my gosh, I suddenly have this, that you're overlooking the whole saving and, and, and growth of that money. Right. So I want to, you know, I'm more interested actually in the fact that you write about people who are making financial mistakes or maybe learning from their financial mistakes in their, uh, you know, in the older phases of their lives. So what are, what are some of the common problems faced by people during the mid career or, you know, late, I would say late forties, early fifties in that time. And how do you think that the Gen Z can prepare themselves to overcome those problems? All right. The, the problem is, the grass is always greener. We see a friend, a family member, a coworker who appears to us to have it all. And because we envy that or we desire that, or maybe we've been working so hard that we can't have it or haven't been able to obtain it, we spend and spend and spend, which is not necessarily a good fit for us. Yes, we all want the the mansion or the travel the world or to be able to do whatever we want to do, but really deep down, is it a good fit for us? And that's the mistake I see a lot of people in the 40s and 50s and even older get into. And by the time they're a little older, they realized, oh, I really didn't need this or that or the big boat or whatever. And, and so they start downsizing. And, and so the big problem is 
go with what's best for you, which people don't do. They just see everybody else, they want everything else, and so they go into debt to get everything, and it's not helpful. Right. So in essence, it's just an accumulation of debt and, uh, you know, acquiring assets that are not really wants, I mean, not really needs at any point in their lives. So this is one of the common mistakes that I've understood from, you know, your answers to multiple questions that I've posed. So, you know, this brings me to our next question. What is a common advice you would give to your readers? And how do you think this would apply to Gen Z so as to help them achieve financial freedom? Very good question again. And to achieve financial freedom, the best starting point is to take care of yourself first. So once you start earning that money, yes, look at what what your needs are. But up until you start learning money or earning money, your needs are already met. Once you start earning money, what needs above are needed? and really look into your lifestyle. Do you need a brand new car? Do you need a brand new iPhone the second the new model comes out? No, no, you don't. And really look at what the options are to take care of yourself first and then build upon that. So you don't need to upgrade your phone every year. You don't need to buy a new car every four years but just look at what is really needed and save the rest. Because again, it goes back to what I said before is the world is full of uncertainties that if you start taking care of yourself, you'll be healthier, you'll sleep better and no stress or less stress, and you'll have what you need in place without the stress about, am I financially healthy or not? Just because you started earning money doesn't mean you have to spend it. I think that's a great lesson that we all need to apply to our lives. Thank you so much, Kristen, for taking part in this episode, and we will continue our conversation in the next one. Thank you, listeners, and we hope to catch you on the next episode.